At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The first look at betting next week's games in the NFL. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up and welcome in. It is the opening lines here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Man, we got a day ahead of us, huh? We got two hours on tap. Matt Eubanks, Jonathan Von Tobel. We've got a good week of college football to get to. We've got a lot of action from the morning games. The afternoon games kind of suck today. <laughs> uh, and then next week, we have actually yeah. quite a bit going on, too. There's actually a pretty good card in the National Football League. But update those of you who are with us right now live, because we do have a game right now, Matt Eubanks, between the Indianapolis Colts and the San Francisco 49ers. Colts tack on a field goal. It is 23-18 to 18 in the waning minutes of the fourth quarter. So those with, I don't know, Colts four and a half or so, like you and I, you're in a decent spot right now because even a touchdown, you're still within the number. Never want to catch your tickets before they hatch, something like no, that, right? No. Uh, so but the, you're in a good spot. But the Colts uh, seem to be in a decent spot right now with a 23-18 uh, to 18 lead with about seven and a half minutes to go. A really strange challenge by little Shanny in yep. this game. Uh, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan as um, these are not his best days, what we've seen here the past couple months. And he channeled his uh, inner Vic Fangio and threw out a challenge flag here in the fourth quarter. It cost the Niners a timeout. It really didn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, you, you have to wonder sometimes what these coaches are thinking. There was no reason to throw that challenge flag. Anyway, that's a timeout that could come back to haunt the Niners down the stretch. We'll mm-hmm. see. Yep, so again, uh, we're in last couple of minutes here in the fourth quarter as you see some of the magic comparisons between the two. But this is a, a pretty important game for both of these clubs, right? This is a Colts team that is trying to fight its way back to 500, right? A win today, if they get it, would make them 3-4. and four, But still, trying to maintain pace in an AFC uh, crowded AFC playoff picture. Same thing with the San Francisco 49ers, who, if a win today, would move them to 3-3. Three and three. So, with that, we can look ahead to next week. We tie in all the results of this week. So, let's start with... Arguably the best game on the board, and that's going to be the first game on the board for next week in the National Football League. The Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals, Thursday night football humans. Arizona, a three-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 53. Uh, no real budge off of the opener at all. When they, or excuse me, the uh, look-ahead, should put it that way. The look-ahead here was sitting at that three-and-a-half range with a total of 52-and-a-half. And I will say this. This is narrative-driven. You know me. I love analytics. I love data. This is more observational when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, wins and covers against the Bears and the football team the last two games. But not like dominant, pull away, and be okay with them, right? Like That's also the Packers' style. It is, and so that's why I do wonder. This is a pretty fascinating matchup because, again, I think from a personnel standpoint, they have the ability to run on a very soft front seven that the Arizona Cardinals have. Rarely do you see the Packers blow teams out. Yep. 
And I'm not sure why, but that's just their style. You don't you don't see them put beatings on teams like the Bucks put on the Bears today. It just rarely happens. Uh, I think this is a fascinating matchup for a Thursday night game because the Cardinals come in seven and zero. Kyler Murray looks like he's indefensible at this point. We'll see how the Packers uh, can can try try to control Kyler, but uh, Aaron Rodgers on quite a roll uh, since the uh, Packers started this six game. Uh, win streak. He's got only one interception in that uh, stretch of games. And uh, any time, it's almost like one of those rules. Anytime Aaron Rodgers is getting points, especially a field goal or more, you take him. Now, that's backfired a couple times the last couple years when the Niners uh, blew out the Packers yep. in playoff games. But I kind of feel like the Packers are playing well enough right now that somebody's got to step in in front of this Cardinals freight train and stop it, right? The Arizona Cardinals are not going to go. 15 and 0, 17 and 0, uh, and rip right through the NFL. Somebody's going somebody's going to trip up this team. Maybe it's the Packers on Thursday night. Maybe it's a sucker bet, but this is one of those where I look at Packers plus 3 and a half and yeah. uh, my eyes light up and I think this is a spot where the Cardinals are going to get beat because I still don't think that Cardinals defense is anywhere near elite and uh, I still think the Cardinals aside from that game against the Rams really have not been challenged. Uh, in a spot by an elite team yet. Yeah, today uh, the Texans did their best. They were up 2-0 after the first quarter against the Arizona Cardinals. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but ultimately a 31-5 to final. And I think this is, you know, when you're looking at it from the perspective of double-digit favorites. Interception, tip and intercepted. Colts have the ball. I'm not sure if this is going to be a pick six. They're going to let not it sure go, not sure if he though. stepped out of bounds. Well, you have to let it go because you can review it that way uh, on a turnover and a uh, score. But it looks like the Colts might be up 29-18. to 18. We'll see what happens here. But five minutes to go in the game, and it looks like Jimmy G threw a, uh, a tipped pick. And I think the Colts will have possession, if not the touchdown. That brings a tear to your eye to watch the Indianapolis Colts come back like this. Uh, that would be an interception. And well, That's a hell of a play by the corner. Depending on the foot placement there on a uh, missed <clears throat> tackle by the San Francisco 49ers, you're right, Colts staring at a touchdown right now. All right, so I wanted to bring this up as we're waiting for it, and it looks like the foot is inbounds. So the Indianapolis... Oh, oh no, second foot out second of bounds. It's not so, going to be a touchdown. But that is going to be an interception. So the Arizona Cardinals today, I wanted to bring this up because this is worth pointing out because one of the gripes that you and I had about the weekend was a lot of double-digit favorites. I think a lot of people had gripes. Well, you think about this uh, schedule. Week 7 in the NFL, it's one of the worst schedules I've ever seen. Yep. And that's uh, that's no hyperbole, right? I know we use that phrase once in a while on this network. <laughs> yeah, right but you now. have six teams on a bye... Those six teams include the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Steelers, and the Bills. You got three big favorites of uh, 13 points or more. At least the Bucks open the week as 13 point favorites. You got three double digit favorites. Let's put it that way. And uh, a really, I, I think, dull lineup of games this week. That said, people still show up to bet the NFL no matter what. I bet the NFL like I typically do. I'm sure you did too. It just was not a scintillating schedule of uh, games. But if the Colts get the cover, and right here, who cares if right. you bet the Colts? I don't care how boring the day's games were, but the handle was certainly down a little bit this week at the sports books. Well, I was bringing that up because I just wanted to, because we were talking about the San, or excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they were one of the three favorites. Some spots closing minus 20 today. Yeah. Uh, oh. But of the three big favorites today, you had the Rams, you had the Bucks, you had the Cardinals. Uh, the Rams are the only one that failed to cover their big spread. Tampa Bay blows out the Chicago Bears. They close as about a 12-point favorite. Arizona, as I mentioned, closes as about a 20-point favorite. And then you get the Rams, who close around 17. In a game in which the Lions went full underdog, we're yeah. talking about, right, fake punts, onside kicks early, all of that thing, everything they could possibly do to stay within that game. But ultimately, they fall short. So a big day uh, for big favorites today in the National Football League. So with that, we go from Thursday night to another double-digit favorite next week, Miami and Buffalo, as we run through what's going to happen next week in the National Football League. Buffalo... 13 and a half right now, Matt Humans, or 13, depending on where you look, with a total of 49. If you look at it right now from the look-ahead perspective, Buffalo was an 11 and a half point favorite, so a two-point bump in favor of the Bills after the Dolphins fall short today against the Atlanta Falcons. You ask me if I agree or disagree with that number? Well, I would think that I kind of understand bumping up the Bills, the, the number here to a certain extent. I'll say this, and it was kind of that you and I talked about it during the week, right? The bad teams are not as bad as you perceive them to be a lot right. of the times. Case in point today, I thought the market got a little overzealous making the Falcons as high as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Dolphins, if not shooting themselves in the foot, 
probably win that game today, right? Can do like two bad interceptions by Tua Tungavailoa yeah. in the red zone, one right after an interception that they they draw themselves. So the Dolphins showed some life. They showed life offensively against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not surprised that you're bumping this up, but again, I would just caution you. Like we saw today too against with the Lions, these bad teams aren't as bad as you perceive. Well, you have reports out there that the Dolphins locker room is in turmoil right now, yeah. and that a lot of people, a lot of the guys in there, don't trust Brian, Brian Forrest as coach and. The Dolphins have a lot of internal problems, but there's a, uh, a saying in sports betting that you buy on bad news sometimes. Raiders? How about last week? <laughs> Raiders against the Broncos. Bad news all week. You buy the Raiders, you get paid off. I think here you might be able to buy the bad news with the Dolphins and, and take the points. Now, the one reason I won't say right now, take 13 and a half, because you might be able to get 14 at some point. People believe in the Bills to that extent. I think this line's absurd. I, I would take 14... In a heartbeat with the Dolphins, uh, I know the Dolphins have not won since uh, opening day when they beat the Patriots on the road, but they're not a bad. It's not a bad football team, and uh, actually, I thought in stretches today, Tua played pretty well. I know people love to rip Tua. It's trendy to rip Tua. Yeah, he threw this pick. He threw that pick. Otherwise, he didn't play that poorly today. And I'm not saying that he's an All Pro, but Tua is not as bad as some people making him out to be. Oh, he uh, he deserves credit. Like the interceptions <clears throat> were, I thought, terrible, yeah. but. After one, after the last interception, he brings him right back downfield once he get the ball back and they score a touchdown. Right. Like he had some glimpses and some positivity there, so I agree with it. Like we talked about, right? I had the I had the Dolphins in the contest, put him on a teaser. Like I'm a little bit more positive, at least where the market is on Tua. So I would agree with that. And I'm just curious too, as we look at the Buffalo Bills, right? You're only as good as the offense you face. Mm-hmm. They look pretty poor against the Tennessee Titans when we saw them on Monday night. So I wonder what the bounce back is there for the Bills. But it's not surprising to see another double digit favorite with them. Well, we know what the look ahead lines are here. I. I I, I really thought that this the right number for this game was somewhere around 10 or 10.5. You're talking about 13.5, maybe yep. 14. I think that's a little bit too high at this point. It's not like the Dolphins are going up to Buffalo in a blizzard, right? I don't think we expect a snowstorm this week. No, not that I have seen yet. And by the way, the Bills, again, as we look, uh, one of a couple of double-digit favorites for the next week, right? And we talk about, by the way, like parity in the National Football League. Not so for the worst teams in the National Football League right. from a power rating perspective. You get the Bills, who are double-digit favorites against Miami Dolphins. You get the Rams, who are up to a 15.5-point favorite here at Circa, where we're sitting right now. They're on the road against the Houston Texans. Would not be surprised to see the Bengals reach double digits after what they did to the Baltimore Ravens. They're at 9.5 right now with a total of 43.5. So, again, got two double-digit favorites right now. We are floating in the area of three, and it wouldn't be surprising to, by the time we get to next week that the Bengals are going to be a double-digit favorite on the road. That was By an the impressive way, performance today, man. Yeah. A week ago, yeah, the Bengals, three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Jets at the Westgate. Wow. How, how, how's that for an adjustment? Is that <laughs> that's, too much? That's, uh, I would say yes. I think that's, that's an – again, you got to talk about this from the perspective of these are these teams' power ratings. So, like, you're talking about bumping up the Bengals or bumping down the Jets by a touchdown or somewhere in between for the two of them. Be, like, that's off of a result. Off of a result against a, a Baltimore team that they matched up really well with today. 41-17 to 17 to score there. But. Yeah, you blow out the Ravens by 24. Everybody watches the uh, Jets yep. lose to the Bills by 41 on the road. And Zach Wilson gets knocked out. Don't forget about that. So you got Mike White likely. I'm not going to say that's the case for sure. But it looks right now, more uh, I'd say more probable than not, that Mike White's going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. But it is a good week next week, so we got a lot of great contests to get to, including, I think, the Sunday night game. We'll talk about that when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. Sports betting national championships coming up November 5th through the 7th. And VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all the action. Visit vsin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million-dollar top prize. That's vsin.com slash SBNC. All right, we have a touchdown. Carson Wentz to Michael Pittman. Didn't really need to take a big, deep shot, but he did. It's a 30-18 lead for the Indianapolis Colts with a little over two minutes left to go. With that, let's welcome in Jeff Benson, one of the big cheeses here at the Circus Sportsbook. Uh, does everything NFL here. And, uh, Jeff, it's good to talk to you. So uh, we'll just start with the game that's going on right now. Let our audience know uh, where you guys are sitting with this and uh, what this result does for you if it holds. Yeah, usually, obviously, in the Sunday night football game, there's a lot of teasers, parlays uh, that are carried into that game. Uh, for us, uh, we took a little bit of 49er uh, money line play, uh, pretty close to post. Uh, so for us, uh, outright, uh, the Colts would be a very good decision for us. Uh, one of the bigger decisions of the day. Um, so for us, uh, it was kind of a you know a wash most of the day. Up a little bit early, gave back a little bit late. Uh, the Buccaneers in the late slate uh, have been a very popular public team. Uh, so ultimately, if we're able to get the Colts in here, uh, it'd be a good end of the day. Uh, we were happy uh, with Wentz's deep throw there. Uh, for us, uh, there was a, a few numbers uh, on the total. Uh, 42, 43, 44 that weren't the uh, the greatest. Uh, so instead of kicking the field goal there and going deep and getting the touchdown, uh, we were able to eliminate uh, the uh, the total falling in any of those numbers. So uh, if it stands, uh, obviously there are the two-minute warning here now. Uh, but if it goes on uh, to be Colts outright, uh, certainly a good uh, finish to uh, another strong day in terms of right. Uh, here at Circus Sports. Jeff, before we get to the rest of the results, what do you do with the Colts personally from your power rating perspective? Because humans and I have been talking about them for the last week or so, uh, that they're kind of a team on the up. And they've now, if, if this holds, we're talking about four straight covers, uh, three and one in their last four games. They seem to be getting better and healthier. Uh, from a power rating perspective, what have you done with Indy over the last three, four weeks? Yeah, I mean, you certainly got to move them up. Um, obviously, if you look at you know how the market respected them you know, coming into this game, uh, obviously, there were some fours out there early. I believe it closed less than that. Uh, they were certainly a popular consensus top five pick in the Circa Million contest. So it certainly seems like betters are backing them. Uh, and they really like them. Uh, and then ultimately, when you look at Carson Wentz, um, you know, they were able to get, uh, you know, uh, Quentin Nelson back off the IR. You know, Jonathan Taylor looks fantastic. But, you know, when you look at Wentz, now that he's fully healthy or, you know, healthier than he was to start the season, uh, he's not he's coming into uh, a little bit more of that MVP form that we saw uh, when he was playing for the Eagles. And, you know, outside of uh, that uh, awful interception earlier in the game, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's really been able to, uh, he's really been able to, if you look at his touchdown to interception ratio, been able to protect the ball. Um, he's, you know, definitely been a good fit with Frank Reich and that offense. So uh, from a power ratings perspective, it, it certainly looks like you got to move them up. I don't know if they're, you know, in the class of the AFC, uh, or even kind of, you know, in Tennessee's realm in that division. Um, but I would certainly say they're number two in that division and certainly taking a step forward after a poor start to the season. Uh, yeah, it certainly didn't help the Colts cause winning the division that the uh, Titans beat the Bills 
and the Chiefs back to back. I still think the Colts got a shot to win this division. By the way, Jimmy G just picked off by the Colts. Minute fifty to go. Colts are going to win this game, thirty to eighteen is the score. And Jeff, this total was bet down because of the uh, news about the bomb cyclone and the atmospheric river <laughs> and uh, the, the downpour tonight in the Bay Area. But it's going to get over that total, right? Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, you know the prop numbers, uh, you know that we make were interesting. I was talking uh, about with Chris Bennett, uh, who does most of our NFL markets here. Um, and, you know, it was just interesting in terms of how some of these numbers played out, uh, given what the weather was going to look like in terms of uh, the rain and the wind. And then, obviously, when you look at tomorrow's uh, game uh, on Monday Night Football with the Saints Seahawks, uh, similarly uh, going to be very, very bad weather as well. Uh, and that total sits at 41 and a half as well. So I'd imagine that uh, the sports, uh, you know, for, for most sports books uh, with this total going over, normally a bad thing. Uh, but given the weather uh, and it getting bet down, I would certainly say uh, the, uh, the dog and the over here was a pretty good result for most books. All right, this is the opening line show. Matt, you mentioned JVT. Jeff Benson, operations manager at Circus Sports, joins us. Jeff, let's talk about a big game to kick off week eight. Packers and Cardinals. This is a good one on Thursday night. And uh, the opening number right here at Circa is Cardinals three and a half, total of 53. Can you talk about the side and the total here? Because Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be attractive to some betters getting uh, three and a half. And there are a lot of other betters who believe in this Cardinals team. It's seven and oh right now. Yeah, it's uh, certainly an interesting mix. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I don't know how many people have fully bought into the, the Cardinals yet. Uh, but seven and zero, uh, and definitely coming out and you know performing at a high level. Um, but anytime you know you get Aaron Rodgers more than a field goal in a prime time game, uh, you're certainly probably going to have the public, uh, you know, backing uh, the underdog in that scenario. It'd be interesting to see if this game ever touches a field goal. Uh, this was really the only number uh, for us uh, that has moved since we opened. Uh, you know, week eight uh, here about a couple hours ago, uh, we opened this total fifty-two and a half. And we saw a little bit of early uh, sharp action on the over. Uh, so we were able to tick that uh, up a half a point uh, to 53. Obviously in a primetime spot here with two high-profile offenses. Uh, not surprising to see that the first bet was on the over. Um, but, you know, this is going to be a really important game in terms of the NFC and the playoff picture. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how the market reacts uh, to both teams. Obviously the Cardinals came out. Uh, you know, they got behind there to, to the Texans and then ultimately turned it on. Um, and when you look at the Packer game uh, versus the Washington football team, uh, obviously the final score there was 14. Um, but when you look at some of the touchdowns that uh, the Washington football team wasn't able to get, particularly with Taylor Heineke, their quarterback, uh, that game was maybe a little bit closer than the final score indicated. Jeff Benson with us. Jeff, let's go to Sunday night uh, because right now the market, this is one of the better games on the board as well. Uh, Dallas taking on Minnesota. Cowboys, the lone undefeated team against the spread at this point. If you're looking at the number, one and a half, it's one and a half here at Circa with a total of 54. Where do you think this ends up by the time we get to kickoff? Because I feel like the Vikings are a team as well that has been improving and getting better, especially defensively. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you really see uh, lately in the past couple of weeks uh, how much the market has respected the Vikings, um, given that this is a Sunday night football game, you know, and, and the Cowboys are America's team and very, very public. I could see this spread, you know, inching up to two, two and a half uh, by the time we get to Sunday night. I would anticipate most sports books uh, here in the city would ultimately go into that game probably beating the Vikings. Uh, for me, you know, I, I don't have a particular side. I'd be looking to lean in that game. Uh, but I, I, I think you're probably going to see a little bit of support for the Cowboys. I was surprised to see it uh, at only one and a half. Uh, I think it's probably a little bit closer to two and a half in my opinion. All right, Jeff, how about a Sunday afternoon game? Patriots yeah, at Chargers. Patriots put 54 points on the board today. Chargers off a bye. And here at Circus Sports, Chargers minus 5.5, total of 47.5. Yeah, not really sure what to make of this Patriots team. Uh, you know, when you look at them, uh, you know, their two best performances uh, this year uh, were versus the, uh, the Jets. Uh, obviously, the Jets have been pretty, pretty poor this year. Um, so not 100% sure, uh, you know, what yet to make of this Patriots team. Uh, obviously, I think Mac Jones, you know, maybe outside of Trevor Lawrence is, you know, the best quarterback so far uh, in that draft class. Um, and I, he's obviously had a, a good rookie campaign. 
Uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see how they bet that. Uh, I think from a total perspective, uh, I could see it going higher than 47 and a half. Uh, obviously, with how the Patriots were able to move the ball versus the Jets, uh, and then how up-tempo the Chargers play as well. Um, I don't really have a particular opinion there on the side. Um, I could see that uh, being bet for the Chargers there, uh, you know, given, you know, maybe people think New England might regress a little bit Mm -hmm. um, after their performance versus the Jets. Um, But like I said, it's so hard to make, you know, what this Patriot team is, uh, given that their two best performances of the season uh, have been against the Jets. I agree with you. Uh, I had high hopes for the Patriots. I'm still not sure what to make of that team. The three wins have been against the Jets twice and the Texans. Uh, Jeff, got one minute to go. I have to throw this one at you next Monday night. Giants at Chiefs. What do you make of the Chiefs right now? Ten-point favorites, total 51-and-a-half. Yeah, I've been higher on the Chiefs uh, than maybe the market all year. Uh, obviously, when you look at last week, uh, what this spread would have been before today's game, I think the look-ahead line was 13, 13-and-a-half. Now you're all the way down to 10. Uh, obviously, the Giants came out, uh, you know, whooped the Panthers uh, there at home. Uh, and then, obviously, the Chiefs looked pretty poor uh, versus the Titans. And, obviously, there's, you know, question marks surrounding Pat Mahomes' health. Uh, he did come out and say he was fine. He passed concussion protocol, and it looks like uh, he's slated to play uh, versus the uh, Giants there on Monday Night Football. I, I would anticipate this number would go up a little bit, uh, maybe once betters have a little bit more certainty surrounding uh, Pat Mahomes. But, you know, the Chiefs now at 3-4, and four, uh, they've had a lot of turnover variance, uh, you know, for, for uh, you know, so far this yep. year. Uh, their offense is humming along, but uh, defensively they've uh, really struggled early this year. Jeff Benson again over here, operations manager at Circo. Jeff, it's good to talk to you. We appreciate the time, as always. We'll come back here on the opening lines of Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Opening Lines with John Zavon Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, check out vcin.com. You get all the latest betting splits data for every single game on the board. We're not just talking National Football League people. We're talking all of them, all right? You an NBA handicapper, NBA games. You an NHL handicapper, NHL games. You a Major League Baseball handicapper. There's not that many games left for the World Series. It comes back on Tuesday. We've got MLB, all right? Check it out. We're trying to make you smarter here. vcin.com. That was a good one. I like it. A lot of energy. Okie dokie. First off, 30 to 18, your final score. Indianapolis Colts go into the, uh, what was it? The aerial river of water or whatever the. Atmospheric river. Yeah, and a bomb cyclone. That's right. Hit the Bay Area tonight. And yeah, his uh, name was Carson Wentz. I was going to say, a lot of guys uh, <laughs> betting under the total tonight. I don't know how many times I've seen this over the years. You hear reports of uh, inclement weather, and all of a sudden the total drops a couple points yep. and keeps dropping. Everybody thinks it's going to be a low scoring game. And it doesn't happen that way. Well. And tonight, Carson Wentz had. What was officially scored a fumble that was a flip. He flipped the ball. It was tipped. It was scored a fumble. It looked like a pick. Anyway, Carson Wentz in the box score has no interceptions yeah, tonight, right. but he, he could have turned the ball over three or four times. Got a little bit lucky that the Niners dropped a couple of would-be interceptions. Anyway, the important thing is if you bet the Colts money line, you bet the Colts to cover, they get their 30-18, to 18, and that's four straight losses. For little Shanty. Yep. And four straight covers for the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. So the Colts rolling, playing good football. Somebody wrote about that in Points Spread Weekly. It's a great article. All right. Let's go down the rotation, work our way around, get the opening numbers, the uh, look-aheads, where we were and where we are. Let's start with quite the matchup here because today and throughout the week, for those who are scoring at home, um, the Carolina Panthers during the week, two and a half, right, Alter juice, three, Alter juice, close three across the board. And they lose outright. They're blown mm. out by the New York Giants. Sam Darnold gets benched. Sam Darnold gets benched. Although I would say, while he was terrible, his offensive line is the worst in the National Football League. It's a 25-3 loss to the New York Giants. I bring that up because, similarly, the market loved Atlanta. Remember, mm-hmm. that one was a look ahead of Miami, minus three after the loss in London. It goes all the way to the other side. Atlanta, a two-and-a-half point favorite. Ultimately closes about one-and-a-half. They need a walk-off field goal to get it done 30-28. to 28. Well, these two teams, these powerhouses... We'll meet next week between one another. Atlanta, two-and-a-half-point favorite with a total right now of about 46-and-a-half, 47, depending on where you shop for your numbers. Look ahead was right around here, two-and-a-half with a total of 48. So I guess the question is, one, who's playing quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? 
two, does it really matter with how bad that offensive line is? And three, do you trust Atlanta as a small home favorite now? I think the market probably will be in that direction. Wow, this is an interesting line here because uh, with all, all the um, betting support the Falcons got this week mm-hmm. I th- and, and the really poor performance that the Panthers turned in, I thought you would see a solid three across the board on the Falcons. And the fact that it's two and a half at most places uh, kind of surprised me. And by the way, don't feel like you're getting a bargain just because, hey, I get to lay less than a field goal with the home team. <laughs> That's not the way it works out. Let me tell you what, going into this week, uh, short road dogs of plus six or fewer points were 25-9 and nine against the spread. That's about 75% uh, going into week seven. What were the Colts tonight? They were a four-point underdog, three-and-a-half Short road dogs, yep. plus four or less. So, uh, you know, a lot of times these – Two-and-a-half-point road dogs are dangerous dogs, and I don't really view the Panthers as dangerous dogs right now. So I don't think I'm going to be on that side, but Christian McCaffrey is really bringing this team team down. His lack of durability is uh, is costing the Panthers because their entire offense really is predicated on uh, Christian McCaffrey. Everything the world revolves around him on offense. When he's not there, the Panthers lose a lot. Sam Darnold is not the type of quarterback who can carry an offense on his shoulders. That wore off quickly, huh? <laughs> and, and right now, after a 25-3 to loss to the uh, Giants today, I think the Panthers' stock is a rock bottom. That's why I thought this number would be three, not two and a half. Yep. All right, let's go to Philadelphia and okay. Detroit then. Uh, we don't get a major shift here in terms of the number. Philadelphia, on the look ahead, was a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 49-and-a-half. Market right now is three minus 120 pretty much everywhere with a total of 48-and-a-half. Philadelphia, of course, coming to our neck of the woods and getting a loss served up to them, 33-22, to and a score that really wasn't indicative of the gap between these two teams mm-hmm. today. Vegas today won relatively comfortably. And an odd game, too, as you and I talked about throughout the week, like just a number. Chris Andrews of the South Point was with us last year, last week on the opening line, said, I thought it should have been like five. Right? That's what his numbers came out to, just sat at three all week long. And sure enough, Eagles and their defense give up the ghost to the Raiders. At one point, was it 19 straight completions for Derek Carr today? Wow. He was great. I saw that. Yep. This is a strange game. So we sat here last Sunday night, and you referenced it. Chris Andrews said, wow, this number looks light to me. I've got the Raiders 5 on the power rating. The number is 3 all week. Today it crashed to pick him. <laughs> a lot of steam on the Eagles. A lot of betting support on the on the road dog here. Why? I'm not quite sure. Was that all Dave Sharapan and his groupies <laughs> from Philly? Did he love it? Yeah. I don't know. They I mean, he brought some of, guys in, yeah. He posted about 40 photos on Twitter of guys from Philly who Did were Did you like every one of them? I would assume I did not. I would assume that uh, a lot of people thought that road dog was live today, and halfway through the first quarter, you thought, "Hey, I'm on the right side." Yep. Eagles jump out seven zero, and uh, the Raiders completely flip the game and uh, blow out Philly, and it ends up thirty three twenty two. But it was not that close. And you have to question, you know, the last two teams we talked about here. By the way, Circa has gone to Atlanta minus three even against uh, the Panthers. So if you want the plus three, you got to pay uh, plus, you got to pay minus 120 on uh, the Carolina Panthers in that spot. But yep. uh, Philly is a three-point road favorite at Detroit. I think it's very tough to get betters on the Lions, as always. But you have to wonder about the quarterback situation for those two teams. Sam Darnold, bench today. I think the Panthers probably stick with him for a little while longer. Yep. How about Jalen Hurts? Man, he was bad today. Jalen Hurts took a lot of big hits. I don't think the offensive line did a great job protecting him. But he, did, he was not a great decision-maker today against the uh, Raiders. And he's going to have to bounce back with a good game, I think, to keep his job. Don't forget, they picked up Gardner Minshew in a trade. Mm-hmm. And at some point, uh, Minshew might jump in there and quarterback this team in the second half if Jalen Hurts is not getting the job done. Yep. Uh, so I think, I think three is the right number here, uh, speaking of uh, the Eagles on the road. Because what can you do with the Lions, JVT? It's hard to make the Lions anything less than a three-point dog, right? Yep, I completely agree with all that. And to speak to the struggles of the Philadelphia Eagles defensively today, too, keep in mind, late scratch, Darren Waller, didn't matter. 442 yards, seven yards yeah. per play for the Raiders today. And again, we mentioned how good Derek Carr was. So that uh, Eagles defense may be a little bit of an issue going forward. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking, why is this number crashing? Is it all because Darren Waller might not play for the Raiders? I think there's a lot of people chasing the steam on the Eagles as well. Waller's important to that offense, but even without him, look at the numbers the Raiders put up, and I think that's an encouraging thing about the Las Vegas offense when you can put up those numbers without Darren Waller. All right, let's go to now what is an insanely intriguing game here in the AFC South. The Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. So we watched the Colts get the win today on Sunday night. 
against the San Francisco 49ers. So when we're looking at it right now, Eubens, there's actually a variety of numbers on my screen right now. I see the Superbook sitting at one in favor of Indianapolis with a total of 49. Mm -hmm. I've got Caesar Sportsbook that's sitting at two and a half with a total of 49. So I'm sure some of these spots have the number off the board and we'll get this rehung. The look ahead for reference was Indianapolis minus two and a half with a total of 49. I don't see why. We talked about the Colts, four straight covers. They've been playing much better. Their offense is playing well. Why you would make it anything other than Indianapolis minus two and a half. Or you're kind of bracing for Tennessee money and you're going to make it like one and a half because the Titans have been playing pretty well. I was thinking one and a half. I think a two and a half for three. Three, you definitely get Titans. Money. Right. Two and a half, you probably get more Titans money. I thought this would be Colts one and a half, and I see the Superbooks got one. But uh, when you wake up tomorrow morning, it's probably going to be one and a half or two. That's what I think. I, I will say that if it's one and a half, uh, again, I'll write it until it derails. Give me every piece of the Indianapolis Colts. Look, the Titans got two straight really good wins, right? Beat the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. If they don't, they don't. If they hold them on that fourth down. Josh foot or Josh Allen's foot doesn't slip. Whatever, and then they beat the crap out of a, what seems to be a bad Chiefs team at this point right now. Get all the credit in the world. But if this is going to be one and a half, we talked about the market, right? The respect for Indianapolis. I think they got to keep up with how good this Colts team is starting to yeah. get, and they're getting healthier. That's the big part about it. You should lay the one at the Superbook right now. Yeah, I've seen a lot of buy signs on the Colts the last few weeks, even when they blew the big lead at Baltimore. Yep. And uh, this reminds me a lot of Frank Reich's first year when they rattled off, what, nine wins in ten games and made the playoffs at that one-on-five start. Uh, I think uh, the Colts are a, a decent bet, too. Uh, the, you know, let's say three-to-one odds or so to win that division. What was uh, the number? The plus last, 350 before plus this 350, week. Plus 350, pretty good number on the Colts. You've got a long way to go. This is We're heading into week eight of 18, got 10 games, <laughs> of 18-week season. And uh, I know the Titans – Stock is sky high right now off these wins over the Bills and the Chiefs. But the Colts are going to be uh, a contender in this uh, AFC race. I, I think the Colts are a playoff team that could make some noise. You saw it tonight. You go on the road and you, you handle the 49ers like this after you fall behind 9 nothing. Yep. I think that's an impressive win. Yeah, I completely agree. Absolutely agree. All right, and then we get to one of the double-digit favorites. No need to spend a lot of time on this other than to say that the Los Angeles Rams are playing good football. Yes, you know, they. This you talk about like desperate dogs. The Lions were completely desperate today mm -hmm. to try to find some sort of positivity in this contest. Ultimately not the case. So they get that win over the Detroit Lions. Now they will take on the Houston Texans. Market right now sitting at 15 or 14 and a half, 15 and a half here at Circa with a total of 45 and a half on the road against Houston. Tyrod right. Taylor uh, could be back, though. Yeah. I am fascinated by this game. Yeah. And let me tell you why. I'm joking. Uh, it's not really a fascinating game. Tyrod coming back? Uh, is that, is that I think Tyrod Taylor coming back makes the Texans bettable. Yeah. And again, they were 20, 20 and a half point underdogs today and did not cover. If Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback, the Texans are dangerous dogs. Yeah. All right. On the other side, we have a team whose power rating increased by like a touchdown. Let's find out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Opening Lines with Charles Avant Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The NBA season has tipped off. There's still time to grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide. It has strategies, predictions, best bets, and a lot more to help you stay ahead of the curve and the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including this guy right to my left. Jonathan Von Tobel. Von is not his middle name. Provides strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and more. The digital guide is a must-have. Give yourself a betting edge. Get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com. Alright, let's roll through these NFL games as we're looking at the opening lines for next week. Go a little bit quicker. Cincinnati and the New York Jets. Uh, the question here, of course, is the quarterback situation for the New York Jets. Mike White just got pummeled after one uh, Zach Wilson. Got a uh, pretty, I would say, ugly-looking injury and came back in, but ultimately couldn't finish the game. So the Jets, this look-ahead was Cincinnati minus 3.5, mm. but an injury to Wilson coupled with a blowout of the Baltimore Ravens had the Cincinnati Bengals as a 9.5-point favorite on the road. Yeah, we've seen the Bengals favored in this price range once this season. That was a home against the Jaguars, and yeah. what happened? They yeah. didn't cover. Yeah. They were fortunate to win the game. I think this big adjustment from three and a half to nine and a half, like you said, has something to do with the quarterbacks. It's not Zach Wilson. It looks like it could be Mike White. It's also the disparate results today with the uh, Bengals winning by 24 at Baltimore and the Jets losing by 41 against the Patriots. I still can't bring myself. I'm, I'm becoming a believer in the Bengals, and especially this yep. defense. We Most of us uh, thought it was going to be a pretty weak defense, especially up front in the preseason. Uh, defense has been a surprise, and I'm becoming a believer in the Bengals because I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, those guys are legit. Yep, completely agree. Uh, by the way, uh, we had that debate, right, the collective we in the offseason about the draft. Panay Sewell, Jamar Chase, offensive lineman versus wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can go with a wide receiver sometimes because Jamar Chase has been incredible. Well, Absolutely I've, incredible. I've said this 100 times, that if you have a top five pick, you have to take a quarterback – or a receiver, or a defensive end. You have to take a high-impact player. I would not take an offensive lineman. You can build a really good offensive lineman with low first-round, second-round, third-round, fourth-round, fifth-round picks. With the Jets, you don't, with the Bengals did. You have, you, yeah. Uh, did Eric Fisher change the Chiefs franchise when they drafted him number one? No. Hell no. <laughs> Patrick Holmes changed the franchise. you got to have a high-impact player. Wait. I'm not undervaluing the offensive line. I know how important it is, but you, you don't necessarily – Draft those guys in the top five, and uh, I can make I could give you plenty of examples of that. Let's move on yeah. to uh, Steelers off the bye and the Browns. Yes, so let's do it because uh, this is pretty intriguing. And uh, you go back to Thursday night, and this is the lesson here as we were talking about mm-hmm. it off the air. Three hundred seventy-six total yards, five point six yards per play, five and a half per run, and the Browns get a seventeen to fourteen win. Case Keenum was fine. Browns three point favorite here against Pittsburgh with a total of forty four. I think that's a fair number. I think the Browns are uh, an even keeled team with Case Keenum in control. Uh, assuming Keenum's going to be the quarterback, is it not going to be Baker Mayfield? The reports know that seem sure? relatively negative on Baker for the next week. I mean, right, I, it is I think he could use another week off. There's no Correct. question about it. Uh, sometimes a player forces his way back because he doesn't want to lose his job, and uh, Case Keenum. I'm a little bit more confident in Cleveland with uh, Keenum at quarterback Mm -hmm. at this point. How how do you feel about the Steelers? Uh, Obviously, they're a different team than they've been the last 20 years. They've dominated this series with uh, Big Ben. He's not the same. Steelers are not the same. They are off the bye, uh, getting points against the Browns team that's still a little bit beat up. Here's the thing. That offensive line going to get better because Ben Roethlisberger under pressure this year has been an absolute nightmare. Yeah, he and this is a front seven that can uh, get after you. He, he can't get away from the pass rushers on yep. the Browns. I, I actually like Cleveland, but I, I'm telling you, I would like the Browns a little bit more if it's Case Keenum, my quarterback. So I talked about riding the train for Indy. If it's uh-huh. going to be like one and a half, one against Tennessee. Got to tell you, I know they looked awful today, but I'm all about buying low. This was a sneaky good buy low week too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Four 
for the Superbook right now for San Francisco on the road against Chicago. If it's four, I might find myself cheering for the Chicago Bears on Sunday. Oh, boy. No, thanks. I'll pass. No? San yeah. Francisco's not in good spot right now. I didn't, bet the, I didn't bet the Bears. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But then again, <laughs> did you watch the Bears? I did. They were down five touchdowns at the half today. They were against huh? a much better team than San Francisco. Oh, yeah. uh, no doubt about that. But here's the thing. I, I screwed up. I didn't bet real money on the Bears, mm-hmm. but I did make the Bears a pick in one of my contests. And I am embarrassed by that. Jaded. I'm embarrassed to say I was on the Bears on one contest pick today because that was a big mistake. We haven't seen Seattle yet. <laughs> they were getting a good yeah. number, JVT. They were getting 13 on the contest card. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> we haven't seen Seattle yet, so we, we can save the analysis here. Uh, Jacksonville, of course, coming off the bye. So three and a half with yeah. a total of 44. That's the number here at Circa. We could save that to move on to New England and Los Angeles Chargers. Got to say, man. You know, I know Jeff Benson said he didn't know what to do with the Chargers or excuse me, with the Patriots. I think you're, uh, you seem to kind of be in the camp. I know where I'm at with the Patriots. They've been a team that has been shooting themselves in the foot with a conservative nature. They seem to open up the playbook today for Mac Jones. I think they're finally starting to mm-hmm. get it here. Defense is beat up, so I want to see what the number is and what the injury report looks like. But if we're getting to like six, six and a half with New England, I'm in. Yeah, I would, I would probably take six with the Patriots too. And I, yeah. I think we'll see a six at some point this week. Um uh, my problem here is the Patriots, like you said, have had a lot of key defensive players yep. limp off the field the past two weeks. And I'm a little bit concerned about that. I also uh, want to see the Patriots beat somebody legitimate. They beat the Jets twice and the Texans. And otherwise, they are 0-4 at home. This is the first time they've gone on the road to play an elite type of opponent, and I think that's what the Chargers are with Justin Herbert at quarterback. Again, though, I've said this many times, and you know it. I think the Chargers are a bet against yep. when they're in the home favorites role. Uh, Chargers are better, and I still think it's, it was always true with Phillip Rivers, almost always true. I think it might be true with Justin Herbert as well, that the Chargers, it's a buy sign when you get them in the dog role. When you get them in the favorites role, especially laying more than a field goal, I think I have to look at the dog here. So I would like to get six with Belichick. And lest we forget, do the numbers every Wednesday on the edge. You saw those rushing defensive uh, numbers for the Chargers. Patriots can run against this Chargers defense. Yes, they can. And Matt Jones, by the way, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, (laughs) I I don't think it's an exaggeration to say Matt Jones is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Right now. Not like eventually, like right now. Right right now. It might be number 10, number 9 or number 10. But I think Matt Jones, you can make a case to say he's – the 10th best quarterback in the NFL. I this guy is really, really good. Break down his play. And I know you watch a lot of tape like I do. Break him down. He is, for a rookie, he is phenomenal. Great, dude. I, I like him a lot. He does not make bad decisions. He's mobile. He gets rid of the ball quickly. He knows where to where to put it. Uh, Mac Jones is a damn good quarterback. And little Shanny is going to regret that trade-up he made when he initially was trying to jump ahead of Belichick to get Mac Jones, and he watched more tape of Trey Lance, and he said, you know what, I think Trey Lance has got a higher upside. He's a better athlete. Let's take Lance. And then Mac Jones falls all the way to 15th to the Patriots, and that's a gift that fell in Bill Belichick's basket. I will. Uh, I have come around since watching his wide hips waddle up the uh, the ramp to go <laughs> shake Roger Goodell's hand. Tom Brady looked pretty bad in his <laughs> uh, combine workout photos. Too. <laughs> Washington at Denver uh-huh. also on yeah. the board, of course. Uh, Denver three and a half total of forty four. Is this the buy low spot for Denver, or does the market again come in strong on Washington like it did today for or this week for Green Bay? And the football team was never really in it again. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, Washington got robbed of a touchdown. That's very true. So there's two different ways to look at that. I'm not going to say all that that money that showed up on Washington was wrong because I do think that Washington had a touchdown taken away. It was kind of a screw job there. Isn't it hard to lay points with the Broncos right now? Yes. This this is a game. Especially over three. Uh, Broncos three and a half total of 44. I would say let's move on to the next one. Okay, that's a good one. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. We haven't seen New Orleans play, so we don't have to spend a lot of time here. Four and a half with a total of 50 at circa the number. So let's skip that as we haven't seen the Saints in action for this mm-hmm. week and go to what I think is the best game on the board. Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas, a one and a half point favorite on the road against the Vikings. I'll call my shot now. Cowboys don't cover this week, Matt. Yuman. You know, I'd like to be on the Vikings here too. Uh, I was thinking, can I get two, two and a half with the Vikings? Because yep. the Cowboys stock report as a, at its peak right now. But I, I've said this, and you, you remember I've said it, you don't want to be a hot team going into a bye week. Right. And the Cowboys are red hot going into the bye. That can throw off your rhythm. Guys take a week off. 
They're not the same team when they come back. I think the Vikings actually in a better spot here as a home dog. Uh, I want to get two, two and a half with the Vikings. I'll probably play the home dog here. I'll tell you this. Again, I'll put it in generic terms so nobody can be like, it's Kirk Cousins. You have the fifth best defense in terms of EPA per play. You have the third best yeah. quarterback in the National Football League and one of the better running games in the NFL, catching points at home. Mm-hmm. That's a really good situation to be in. I think so, too. Remember last year when the Packers were red hot going into the bye? Yep. Came out of the bye, went to Tampa, and got blown out. Just got wrecked. Got blown out. All right, New York Giants, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we have finally seen an adjustment on the power rating for Kansas City, but it hasn't been that much. Look ahead was 13. We're down to 9.5 with a total of 52 for the Kansas City Chiefs, who fall yet again today. Ugly fashion today, too. You know, as the Giants start to get some guys back, yep, and uh, that's possible this week, I might look at the Giants as a double-digit dog here because that Chiefs defense, you know, you can say Patrick Mahomes is healthy, he's going to be able to flip the switch, he, he can turn it around. I think, yeah, he can turn it around. What about that KC defense? Oh, it's a mess. There's no turning that around. This is the worst defense Kansas City's had in the last five years. Uh, speaking of turning around, when you get to the building tomorrow, tell Steve Spagnuolo to do that because I don't want him as a defense coordinator anymore. All right, second hour. We're going to get back to college football. We have a lot to get to. Dan Saley's going to be with us, too. It's the opening line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. 